The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a terrific Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys, as we enter into week 17 wow. of the NFL season. Flew by. They did fly yeah. by. How about that? We're already in the penultimate week of the season. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam, Kyle Yeomans with you as always. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Fantastic. Better than a guy who got hit by Derwin James yesterday. Honestly. Ooh. Golly. Do you think that was a dirty hit? No, it wasn't a I don't think it was a dirty hit at all. No, this league is getting so soft. Yeah. Like I don't even I really don't know how you play defense in this league. But that's coming from somebody who played offense. No, I, yeah. I don't know how you play defense in this league anymore. Because now you can't hit the quarterback low. You can't hit the quarterback high. Nope. If you, you hold on to the quarterback for longer than two seconds, you're going to get a fine. You're going to get a fine. If you if you hit anybody in the face at all, you're going to get a fine. Shoulder shoulder pads or not, show me some how you hit somebody with your shoulder pads without your helmet mm-hmm. getting involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then heads connected. <laughs> come to the on, shoulder. man. And now you have to wait for right. the guy to catch the ball and turn around and see you before you hit him. Obviously, now this is this is trash. Defenseless receiver. Sorry, Kyle. I it, say it's, it with my chest. The, uh, yeah, say it with your chest. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was dirty. It was brutal, but thus, even, thus is the sport. No, it, it, it was, wasn't dirty. No, it wasn't. He dirty. led with it the crowd. When I, when I say yeah, brutal. Yeah, right. Okay. It was brutal. Okay. So, I didn't say it was brutally dirty. Okay. It was brutal. When I say when I hear brutal, I think about no, when like I, Harrison no. across the middle, like Ooh. night night, fold your whole that, body. That, in it half. was a night night. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about Reggie Bush in the swing route like that. Yeah, I mean it was a night night. It was a night. And I don't. I don't believe it was illegal, but it was definitely a night night. Well, I will say. The rule says the rule states you can't lead with the crown of the helmet and a defenseless yeah, you receiver. So I understand what the ruling was. I just don't like the rule. Yeah. So how are you supposed to hit? Well, see that if that's I hit you argument. on my shoulder, that's the my helmet's going to hit you. That's the argument. And if I hit with the side of my head, then I'm going to break my neck. That's the argument. So he so he hit him with the helmet, but he hit him on the shoulder with the helmet. It wasn't like a head to head contact yeah, but, sort of deal. But it is almost impossible to hit somebody with your shoulder and not your helmet. Yeah. Like literally almost impossible. It's hard because they're kind of like they right kind of connected there, Kyle. <laughs> when I'm like right when there. I'm sitting with my shoulder pads on, my helmet is literally touching my shoulder pads. Unless I'm I'm from freaking was it Hankins or whatever his name? Yeah. Is? yeah. Haskins. What was his name? What was his name? You talking about for? Hankins? No, he used to play for uh, Mark. He used to play for San Francisco back in the day. Yeah. Gooseneck. What's his name? I don't know who you're talking about. Tip of Beamer the know who I'm talking about. I know you're talking about tip of the tongue. But my, my bigger gripe is, is... Defender? Yeah, DB. My bigger gripe is the rough in the passer nonsense. Like, seriously. And, and this is something that Haley Sutton and I, we, we had a, a conversation about last week. When you start to see games like the Cowboys unable to bring down Trevor Lawrence, and then that got me to thinking, obviously Trevor Lawrence is just difficult to bring down in and of itself, but at least two of those escapes, uh, the Cowboys had him dead to rights, arms wrapped around him, and I don't want to say they let him go, but it makes you wonder in that moment if yeah. they thought to themselves, if I finish this sack, yep. is it a 15-yard penalty? Absolutely. And am I in the doghouse? And maybe this Dal- is the one yeah. that loses the game. Dallas has been so, a benefactor of that yeah. numerous times this year, especially so over the past few spread, weeks. Spread that 
Merton Hanks. That thought process oh. over the course of 32 teams or 31 other teams. And now I wonder, I wonder, there, there should be someone <laughs> in the league office willing to do the, the research and the science on this to say, okay, well, here's the, the here science. Are the, here are the video clips. Here's the video evidence of how many times a quarterback was dead to rights and the defender released, for lack of a better way to put it, because of maybe they have concerns of an RTP penalty. And that should be used as a competition committee conversation to say we, mm-hmm. we need to really do something about this because that that is ruining the game. Yeah. I said it when I was watching the film the other day when, with the play that I mentioned in yesterday's show where Dak is twisting and turning and he's still on his feet and he's throwing the pass. He had another one against Jacksonville where yep. a defender bounced off of him. Both of those are sacks in yeah. – uh, uh, five years in 1995. ago. 1995. Not even. Not even. <laughs> 20, 2017. Fair enough. That's a sack. Fair enough. Uh, but that, right that now escaped, it's not. Yeah, he escaped one. He literally, legitimately yeah, they're, they're escaped still, one they're other still day. A thing the one against Jackson. Yeah, the one against, yeah there's yeah. still a such thing as an that, escape. Yeah. But then what I'm saying is there are the ones where you see let the go. defender half him oh, and yeah. let go. Have the QB and they're like, okay, uh, I, gotta I, wanna get fine. I think this is enough. And then the QB is like, oh, thanks. Yeah. And the play continues because yeah, no whistle was blown. So if that's going, if you're going yeah. to uh, uh, legislate the game in that to that fashion, then you need to be quicker on the whistle mm-hmm. to prevent. Agreed. Did Micah have one a couple weeks back where Micah grabbed yeah, the dude and just let him go? Yeah. 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 It's trash. Yeah. He would have 14 what sacks right one, now. Remember the one against the Chargers? In the grass one that everybody last year, oh, last yeah. year yeah. remember week two, like, like he threw it for a first down, but they called him in the grass because Micah grabbed him. Yeah, yeah. see that it's needs to be now, a case huh? that that needs to be the rule because yeah. at this point it's going to get quarterbacks hurt at some point because defenders are going to say, "All right, well if I can't just bounce off of him and it's a sack, then guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to blow right through." Yeah, the thing is, guys, quarterbacks are going to end up guys are getting fined. I understand that they're trying to protect the game. But guys are literally defenders specifically are getting fined for doing their job. Yeah, yeah. You're taking and listen. This is not okay. I'm gonna pay it when I want to pay. It. Like no, I don't think people understand out there. You get a FedEx letter in your in your locker. They have already withdrawn the money out of your account. Like, your check, like your direct deposit, is less than what it would yeah. be because they've appeal. already taken the money out. Now you can appeal, and you're appealing to the same people who freaking who gave, gave you the, the freaking fine. <laughs> How many FedEx After letters did you None. get? None. I wasn't doing it. You didn't get a They fine? were giving out FedEx letters for guys wearing socks that were two inches too high. Hmm. Like they look for any reason to take money back oh, out your the pocket. Ca- the Cowboys know well about the uniform fines. It's crazy. Sleeves yeah. and it's ridiculous. socks and cleats. Diggs got hit. Yeah. yeah. I want to know. I want to ask Barry that question. How many, how many fines did he rack up in the day? Because you were an offensive guy, so yeah. on the field, it's a little easier but to avoid that type of stuff. That 4-2 was cutting people in half. He was yeah. flying by. And these yeah. aren't like little fines. These are like five grand, 10 grand, 15 grand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and escalate. And yeah, escalate. escalate. That's not big money for Patrick, but Ooh, I mean, no the rest, rest of us no common seat? people. Says who? Yeah. You're at a, a panel with a Patrick's writer. Patrick's like, wait. You're sitting at a panel with a writer and a former player. <laughs> and the writer is the one who doesn't have concerns about What? Stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, since you are our resident writer, you know what time it is. It is time for news and notes. It is time for news and notes. Uh, what would Rob do? Mm. WWRD. Um, yesterday's injury report came out, and it was a walkthrough for both teams. Uh, obviously a very short week with the game happening on Thursday. Travel day is Wednesday for the Cowboys. Uh, Durant Armstrong was a full participant, as was Noah Brown, knee foot, uh, knee and a foot issue respectively, but obviously full participant, no major concern. Zach Martin showed up on the injury report, but 
his knee issue is not a concern. He was a full participant as well. It's just it just has to be documented mm. uh, by league rules. Uh, the biggest thing was well, first of all, one of the biggest things, Sam Williams. Clear concussion protocol. Great. He returned to practice in a limited capacity, but I spoke in great detail with Sam yesterday. He is in good spirits. He has some bruising on his face, um, you know, probably from the collision and or the airbag deployment. Um, but cleared, returned to practice, and he fully expects to be on the field on Thursday. So good news for Sam Williams and as well as the other driver. Sam Williams was struck by another vehicle. Uh, his Corvette was absolute, absolutely mangled, but both drivers walked away mm-hmm. with only minor injuries. So blessings there. So uh, real quick on that. Mm-hmm. It, so that accident happened over by my apartment. Mm-hmm. It, it, I drive that way, that road, every day to work. So if people want to look for you, that's where they can find you? No, I mean, if they want to. <laughs> uh, to they to can try, out. but uh, if they want to, then that's on them. He's uh, big money. He lives in <laughs> Sam's apartment, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, not the money. case. It's, it he, it didn't apartment. happen in my apartment complex. No, not at all. So, But I, I got a, a call the other day from a friend of mine that lives in the same area, and he was saying, hey, I didn't know that this was his car when I saw it, yeah. I just remember seeing a black Corvette and it was torn up. And the pictures have since been released. It's all online now. Yeah, I think somebody on it's a mangled mess. It it's it was a serious car accident. And I actually I know the intersection that it happened at. I've almost gotten in a wreck there too. It's uh-huh. a dangerous intersection. Mm. It's really not. It, it, people are coming fifty one way on a two lane road. Mm. It, people are coming 50 the one way, and then it's it, you have to cross over like three or four lanes of traffic oh, because there's turning those. lanes. It's it's, it's a mangled Dallas mess. Dallas has plenty really of those. Is. I don't know if that's a Texas thing so because I couldn't it's say no light or anything. Houston or anything, but it's certainly yeah. a Dallas thing. There are several spots in, in the Dallas Metroplex that have that. Oh my God. But, but yeah, so glad Sam he's Williams okay. Is, and yeah, and just the severity of that car accident was far greater than it was led on to be initially, yeah, and we are so glad that, that he is good. And, go. and for those who haven't seen uh, – um, any of the images, if you go to my Twitter at Voice of the Star, um, you'll see the conversation I had with uh, Sam. I posted a- an image of the uh, of the Corvette, and it, it, again, it's a mangled mess. The fact that he was able to walk away from that with only minor injury uh, is is both a blessing and um, just just wonderful news. Wonderful driver side too. Yeah, and and what an honorable guy. Got him. What an honorable guy. You you get struck. He get he was sideswiped by by the other driver. He got out of his vehicle and then went to try to get the the other driver out of her vehicle yeah. unsuccessfully because she was trapped. So the fire department had to come in and let her out. But just to to have that kind of nobility to say, hey, you you know, and in a state of shock. Obviously, you're also in a state of shock after you get knocked like that. So shout out to Sam Williams. Just a good dude who who deserves to to still be here. And thankfully yeah. he is and no major injury. So I expect to see him on the field this Thursday barring any setbacks in practice. Uh, Tony Pollard and Leighton Van Der Esch, we're still waiting to see when LVE will return to the field. This is obviously a short week, so I lean toward it probably not happening quite yet mm-hmm. with that pinched nerve in his shoulder. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but he was a DNP, which is did not participate on Monday. Likely will be the same case on Tuesday. I don't expect to see him on Thursday, but we'll see how it goes. Tony Pollard, a lot of people were wondering because wondering because he popped up with a thigh issue as it did not participate uh, DNP on Monday uh, owner and general manager Jerry Jones spoke to 105.3 FM The Fan today, Tuesday morning, and basically said they uh, are counting on Tony Pollard to be on the field on Thursday night. It's nothing serious good. Um, that he, quote-unquote, looks good. So that's good for Tony Pollard. That's the Cowboys injury report as far as the Titans. Um, let's just put it this way. Uh, Aaron Brewer 
participated in the walkthrough on Monday with a limited uh, was limited with a calf injury, and nobody else did. Oh wow! It, quite literally, DMP, 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 DMP all the way down. So. All the way, down. and honestly, I, mean, they just I was fired up the PS5 and, <laughs> and had sent Brewer out there to run some uh, some <laughs> offensive line drills, right? PS5, or some cone drills. All the way down. He's like, "You Brewer, DMP, go clear corner, drag sure. down. Drag. Brewer, go do the cone drills. Everybody else, just fire up the mat." And <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get some film room work. Right, yeah. All right, so they're waiting on our show. Yeah, they're waiting on hit sticks. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So. I asked Barry about his fines, by the way. You want to know? Yeah, oh, God. Absolutely. What was it? He said he got fined about 10 times. Oof. So, totaling Six between figures. 60 and 70K. Mm. Oh, my God. That is a lot. Mm. For doing your job. Cash. For doing your job. Yeah. Thanks, Beamer, for doing that yeah, market no research for you, for yeah. us. That was nice. But 60 to 70K? That's unreal. For hitting guys, and your job is to hit guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if I agree. Tough sled. How would you like to come home and your wife and be like, hey, no, babe. Uh, hey, I got hit again. You got 30K, 10K taken out of my 12K, paycheck. 15K. So with the short week ahead, mm-hmm. and I was going to ask this to, to Isaiah, who's scarfing down oatmeal as Still we growing. speak. Uh, Still growing, he says. <laughs> so with... With the short week, and yes, you get an extra day because you played on Saturday. This seems a little banged up. I mean, when Patrick was talking about Tony Pollard there, the thigh issue that popped up, I'm not surprised because you go back and you watch that Philadelphia game. Take a shot. It was physical. Oh, yeah. He was beat up. Everybody was beat up. Zach Martin was beat up. Tyler Biotish was beat up. Even Dak Prescott a couple times. He was sacked six times, so he got a little beat up too. After a physical game like that, then you turn around and you have a short week. How tough is that as a player? Super. Yeah. Super tough. Um, you talk about a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. game all the way into the evening, and now you're turning around and, and traveling tomorrow and then playing on Thursday. Your body is just starting to be alleviated of being sore. Oh, and, and don't forget, Sunday was Christmas. Yeah. So there was there nothing no break. There was no break. So you got to delete Sunday yeah, completely. Delete, 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 delete. Yeah, your body's still sore. So mm-hmm. literally in warm-ups of that game, you're just starting to feel like yourself again. That that so I'm putting in this in this way, you know when you have a good workout, Kyle, you like to work out. Yeah, okay, you go to the gym, you get a nice training session in, and when you feel the most sore, two days, right? Yeah. Two days later, two, yeah. Post yeah. two days, that's when you really feel it, okay? Mm-hmm. And then two days after that is usually when you start feeling like yourself again, right? The soreness mm-hmm. is starting to wear off. So we're talking about post four days, mm-hmm. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, your travel day. Is the day where you start feeling like you start struggling. coming back down. You start coming back down. Yeah. Like, all right, uh, okay, man, it don't hurt as much as it did. Oh, and then guess what? In this now, airplane then, seat. Yeah. Next thing you know, <laughs> you're in a warm up line. Yeah. Right. And then you're about to get you're you're right back into that same cycle. So, for those that can't relate, that is how you relate. Okay. That's that. It takes you four days for your body to typically recover just from a training session in the gym. Imagine how. I mean, talk about car accidents, right? Thank God Sam's okay, but that's essentially what guys are going through yeah. every 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 down, right? Depending on your position group, you're literally getting ran into somebody at a high rate of speed with a lot of mass. Yep. Okay, and your body has to recover from that and over a span of four days. The NFL didn't make this decision based upon the health of, of and safety of players. No. They made it based upon the decision of their pockets. Mm. And guys just have to figure out how to make it happen. Yeah, and, and Isaiah's it, coming after the league today. It's the truth. I'm not coming out. I'm speaking facts. Yeah, I, I, I agree, but it's also facts. <laughs> beer facts. Guys, beer facts. If, if it was about health and safety, guys would not be playing four or five days after a game. No. So it, let's not let's not just. Sprinkle any any salt bay on this. That's not what it is. Guys are expected to get themselves ready to to make this 
league some bread. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. And you hope that your team can turn around physically and make it happen. Yeah. But you're, it's literally a hope. The trainers, and that's why you're seeing so many walkthroughs and, and meetings. Light and practices light all pra- week long. Yeah, light yeah. practices because you physically can't do it. Yeah. Like literally when you're in those warm-up lines, you're just getting you're, – you're working that last little bit of soreness off right. right before you go out there and get hit by a grown man running, you know, 20 miles per hour at you. Yeah, it's rough. And, and, and that's why it's that much more important um, or key, I should say, that the Cowboys came out fairly clean. Uh, against the Eagles, and especially considering the injuries that they've had racking up over the past several weeks going into that. Um, you come out, and, and the worst-case scenario is, you know, Tony Pollard has a little bit of a thigh issue that probably isn't as much of an issue at all. If you're the Cowboys, it's a it's a win-win because not only well, – it was a win-win-win. Not only did you get the victory, but you got the victory against an NFC East opponent who happens to be atop the, the league and the division and – you came out clean. Yeah. No injuries. So, so I mean, you wanted to these final thigh bruise, right? It, it right sounds now. like it's it's more of a thigh bruise. You ever had cupping yeah. done? Uh well, when you lay on on your stomach mm-hmm. and they, they put a little cups yep. on. You had that done before? <laughs> I've yeah. seen it, but I haven't had it okay. done. My sister has a machine like she yeah. has that. It's definitely a thing. Machine. Yeah. It's it definitely about, a thing. Yeah. Depending on how, you know, what part of the body, it takes about four or five days for those bruises to go away. Oof. Mm. Talking about cupping. That doesn't even hurt. Yeah. Mm. Four to five days for those bruises to go away. So now you're asking TP mm-hmm. to turn around in five days, and and he will. But, he but, will. But what and, you're basically saying, but I'm saying he will, right? Because yeah. he's he's a freaking right. warrior, right? He's right. I mean he's a freaking Jedi. So he's gonna do it, and it'll probably be uh, uh, more of a, a Zeke heavy game plan. Thigh pads will be a little heavier this yeah, week. Yeah, it, it, again, that true <laughs> that as well, and it'll probably be a Zeke heavy um, running game. As far as the Tennessee versus the Tennessee Great. Titans, and and the question is, and I'll segue this and, and toss it over to QB one over yeah. there. Uh, we talked about this yesterday off the record, and it turns out that the Titans are in kind of a, a rare situation here. So now yeah. we're wondering if they're, you know, are they going to rest Derrick Henry because they have an all important all and nothing game in Week 18 against the Jacksonville Jaguars? Like, what what kind of state are the Titans going to be in mentally? I don't see that coach going against that. the Cowboys. Well, they don't need this I game. Don't see, I don't see right He now. actually he talked about it yesterday. So I'm going to tell you what you, what he said right after the break because there could be that possibility, or you could take all of this and the bruising and the the soreness, and you may be going right back up against the most physical tailback in the NFL, in the NFL. at the moment, and that's Derrick Henry. When we come back with more talking Cowboys, when you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, Dak Prescott is this year's Cowboys nominee for the 2022 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service off the field and excellence on the field. You can help Dak to earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter or tweet or retweet the hashtag WPMOY Challenge, followed by Dak Prescott through January 8th. Go out and you can vote Dak. Welcome back into Talking Cowboys. It is a Talking Tuesday. And no, you did not miss an episode or two or three. We're previewing the Cowboys and the Titans because this is our final episode prior to game day it on is. Thursday. We're going to have to do our picks remote. We're going to have to kind of send them in and put them out there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's seems way too short. It's not fishy. It's so fishy. The standings, the standings are very close now. All of a sudden, he wants to send we'll pick, it in remotely. Mm-hmm. We'll pick the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, you want me to put it on Twitter? I'll put it on Twitter. Before <laughs> the week starts, we'll put it on Twitter. Uh, okay, but, uh, get your picks into Willie for me, would you please? We'll, 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 we'll pick the Cowboys game, but we're just not going to pick the, the rest of the Oh, games. gotcha. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. We'll pick the Cowboys game in a minute. But we don't have time to do all these other things. So, uh, earlier... In the show, Patrick mentioned that there could be a possibility with the fact that this game does not matter mathematically for the Titans to make the playoffs. Of course, it does matter for the Cowboys. If they lose, then Philadelphia wins the division. The divisional hopes are still very slim, but also still alive. Mm -hmm. However, the Cowboys' opponent in the Tennessee Titans, whether they win or they lose, would still have to win a Ball game in Week 18 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Winner of that game is going to the playoffs already. Woo! That's how it goes. Yep. So Jacksonville, Tennessee, that's a playoff game. Who would you rather face in the playoffs, Kyle? Tennessee. Right now, Tennessee. They've lost five straight. So the, Listen, the question we, – you, We said the Jaguars have horses. They yeah. have horses. You saw what the horses did. They ran. So Yeah, they did. It <laughs> – Titans. No, seriously, looking at me like, is that a real yeah, question? Seriously, because <laughs> the, the Titans also don't even have their QB1. Yeah, it's, it's Malik Willis, and he's not playing well right now. It's just such yeah, a he easy, is not playing easy well. question. But I'll take either one, guys. Because yeah. if we play them, it would be the Super Bowl. Boom! That was oh, the right grab. That's, that's the, the right answer. answer. Look at the coming answer, in here please. hot. There it 
mean, hey, Beamer, you see the trick question I threw out there today? They were not on their toes. You did not have that in Not on their Michael Jackson toes. Are you serious right now? That was not your setup. I will take any of those AFC opponents. Beamer, don't even try it. What? That was all. Don't try and take credit. You were picking up what I was putting down. I got you, dog. I got you. Beamer, we're not going to let him siphon some of your credit. That was all you. Beamer, that was all you, big dog. That was all you. Stand back just threw out that question to poke the bear. He didn't realize. Now he's trying to. That question is about playoffs if you're not going to face the Because you were throwing a shot about the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was a freaking softball. That was just John Stockton. He's Carl Malone. No. No, that's I'm not mailman. I'm Kobe. He's Shaq. That's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. <laughs> if I you, keep eating, he might be. He might <laughs> I'm Tony be, Parker. He's Tim Duncan. No, he might be happen. Tim Duncan. You're like some dude that's in the G League. <laughs> Can I at least be Robert Horry? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right. So after that little sidetrack, the. Uh, the conversation is whether or not the Titans will rest some of their key players in order to get ready and rested for that matchup against Jacksonville in Week 18. And head coach Mike Vrabel did talk about it. He said, I think we'll have to prepare this week and see where guys are on Wednesday and even Thursday before we ultimately make a decision and see who we feel could have a, a setback or who could need some time. Those we'll have to look at. So when asked mm. that question, mm. if you weren't going to rest players – the initial thought is, why are you even asking me the question? We're going to play football. Exactly. I'm a football coach. We're a football organization. We're going to go out and play. You play so, to win the game. You play to win. Until you think about the fact that this coach came from New England, and he is a Belichick guy, which means mm-hmm. that he says Belichick things. Belichick never shows his hand. And he throws it okay, one way. Okay, counterpoint. Pops it you're the going other to, You're way. going to prepare – to go against their starters anyway. So there's no gamesmanship to be had by saying, oh, well, we might rest some guys 100% guarantee, even if he said that directly. Yeah. None of the coaches in this building they're are looking like, at oh, Derrick okay, Henry well, right now. Yeah, let's, let's start preparing for the second and third string guys. No, they're going to prepare for the, the alphas because if the alphas are playing, now you're ready. I if the it. alphas are not playing right. and you've prepared for the alphas, well, then the betas become that much easier. Hey, to I defeat. get that, no, see, so. but from his point, he's controlling the controllables. I believe that it is you a very real us. thing yeah. going so into you don't, this game. You don't believe you don't, don't believe think this that is gamesmanship. This ain't gamesmanship. I Nobody's not going to prepare for Derrick Henry. Yeah. Doesn't matter what what Vrabel does or does not say. Everybody's going to prepare for Derrick Henry. Can you stop Derrick Henry? Yes, it can happen, but the likelihood of it is <laughs> low. If, if but, but, but if there Derrick are Henry teams plays, that have stopped him. If Derrick Henry plays, does Dallas defense shut him down? What is what? What would you they classify can. as shutting him down? Less than 100 yards. Less than 100 yards. It, it can happen. Yes. No, no, no. I don't want. No, I need. I need. I need prediction. I need you to have your Scantron number two pencil out, circle it in all the way. Yes. Boom. You know why? Right. Yes. Because I there, there's nothing on Malik <laughs> Willis's arm. All right. Dang it. That presents a threat enough for me to not stack the box heavily against Derrick Henry. I mean, he still had 126 last week for, on 23 carries. So they they stacked the box Listen, and, and I, I still. Got 126. And who they play last week? Uh, the Texans. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we comparing Texan defensive personnel now to okay. Right. How much so, did you run against against the Texans? How much did the Cowboys gonna, run against? Stand on what I said. The Texans personnel is not the Cowboys personnel. No, I agree. Uh, and but I also say because I want people to understand, 
please don't be the I'm not gonna name call. Please don't be the per, don't don't be the individual <laughs> that I have to rec, okay. <laughs> that I have to embarrass because you take what I'm saying as no C said Derrick Henry's a bum. Are you crazy? Every week we said lean into this game, kind of previewing this game, that Derrick Henry is an animal. He's he's virtually unstoppable unstoppable, but virtually isn't literally. There are times, there are games where Derrick Henry will have a bad game and he just will not uh, basically get off the ball like you want. He does not, he will not run for 200 yards. He's not going to run for 150 every game. There are games where he just doesn't. Uh, and those games have occurred this season that he's run for less than 100 yards. So that tells me it can happen. So yes, it can happen and the Cowboys would have a chance and a better chance than if T- Tannehill was playing because at least with Tannehill, you have to respect his arm to a degree. Malik Willis, we're not saying he's a bum, um, but he's showing that if you take the throw away from him, well, then all they got is Derrick Henry. Yeah. So it makes it exponentially less difficult. I won't say easier, but less difficult to contain Henry. So, so yeah, it's doable. N- now that Patrick has called everybody on the Titans a bum, <laughs> let's let's move on. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. So I'm looking at this. You said there are games this year where six. it has happened. It where has. Six games. Where he's been under 100 yards. Yes. Uh, he also has eight games where he's been over 100 yards. Yeah. So there are more eight games games where he's been over 100 yards than he has been under. So, But nearly half – well, not nearly half. Seven games. A, a large chunk of the season uh, – what are we talking about? 82, 25, 85, 53, 87, 38. The Bengals held him to 38 on 17 carries. The, okay. Beng- the Bengals did. And I'm, I'm kind of circling that because they have good personnel defensively. Uh, the Eagles. The Eagles held him to – 30 yards? Yeah, 11 30 carries. 30 yards on 11 carries, 2.73 mm-hmm. yards per carry. Eagles have good personnel defensively. I say all that to say, if you look at what he did against the Texans, that's because the Texans have Texans personnel. If you look at what he was unable to do against the Eagles, good personnel, good scheme. Cincinnati Bengals, good defensive personnel, good scheme. Cowboys, good defensive personnel, good scheme. You would love to have a Hankins back in this game. You would love to have uh, LVE in this game, but you're not going to. That's going to make it more difficult to stop Henry, but seeing the teams that he struggled to get off against, it gives me a good bit of optimism that it can be achieved is what I'm saying. I I can't disregard the Texans. I mean, they ran for more yards against the Texans than Dallas did, so I can't disregard those guys. No, it's true. Well, and you also go back to what they did in week eight Against the Texans? Oh, my gosh, yes. 14. 32 for 219 and two touchdowns. So, yeah, there were some extra yards there, too. I, I will say it, it is possible. Yes. I'm, that, it's possible I'm you hold them under 100 yards. Likely, I don't, no. I don't possible, think it yes. happens because no, I think that's, that's all Tennessee has. Out. No, see? No. That's just Anything's facts. possible if you show up. That's just facts. Come on. I think, I that's think, just facts. I so think you, Henry gets 100 yards, okay. but I'm okay with it. Okay. Because I think that's all 99. they got. That's all they got. He gets ninety nine point nine. If he gets, if he gets, <laughs> if he gets ninety nine, I'm gonna come in here on Monday. Oh it's gonna be great. He so over or under hundred. Over, over, under, yeah. under. I'm gonna say I gotta say I gotta with say the QB over. swap. I'm taking under. Just throw everything you got at him. Everything you got at him. See, but that's all they've got. They're gonna gain yardage. That's in. the NFL. It's gonna happen. Derrick Henry's going to be given the ball 25 times. I was going to say, they give it to him 30 times. You keep he's got 100 bucks or 100 easy. Uh, well, that's not fair. If you give Derrick Henry 30 touches, that's what 30 that's what carries specifically, then no, I'm taking it's, it's over 100 at 30 carries. How much is Leighton Vander Esch and Jonathan Hankins, that duo, Major. how much are they missed in this Major. game? Major. Yeah, that's big. 
These guys are physical. Anybody, everybody knows this is not a great football team. Okay, but haven't been, hasn't been. And but the one thing that you know you're going to get out of them is physicality. Mm-hmm. This is just that's just a variable way. Okay, you talk about the culture of the team. You talk about the culture of Dan Quinn's defense. Blue collar. Yeah, these guys are they're physical. Right, they're going to come. They're going to hit you in the mouth. Even if they take the L, you're going to feel it after the game. Right, you're going to you're going to know that their presence was there. So, not having two of our most physical guys in terms of rushing defense in yeah. there is going to hurt. It's going to hurt, and you're still that's still a sore spot for you. It's still a sore spot. So I mean, you, you're looking to see if the, if the new fella can show up and make some plays in, in replacement of Hankins. Anthony Rush. Yep, you're looking to so see if can, can Rush stop the rush, and then you're looking at you know, the second level and you say, hey, you know, Damone Clark, can you get off blocks of the, you know, from, the, from the offensive oh, lineman? That guy's flying around. Yeah, he's flying around. You know, see, but, I disagree. But, but I getting thought he, off blocks, yeah, getting off was, blocks is something totally different. This was a game where he looked like a rookie this past week. They, I, I, they put him in some tough moments. situations. He looks like he's lost. Half the time, or at least in this game, he looked like I just he was think lost getting off blocks, getting off blocks was a challenge from what I've seen. On he the flies field. around because he's yeah. super athletic. Yeah. Yeah. But when those guys the, get their hands, the reads and the blocking, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough for him right so now. So either way, at the second level, Barr is going to have to be very physical. It's going to be very interesting to see who they put at middle this week. Well, and Quentin Bohana also had a, a rough game because yeah. Philadelphia went at him too. And they went at him with a double team, and he well, couldn't had, necessarily handle it. I thought Osa Digizua was very active <laughs> early in the game. Golston was was, was yes. effective at different times. Uh, even Neville Gallimore had two plays that I, I charted that I really liked. There were a couple of them that I didn't like, but it, you can't have that hit or miss because if you have leakage in your defensive line, Patrick, that's where Henry can squirt through. Absolutely, and and. Not, not to say that they're similar backs, because they absolutely are not. Um, but you look at Miles Sanders, for example, and and I bring up Miles Sanders because the Cowboys did contain Miles Sanders to a great degree, even without yeah. Jonathan Hankins, even without LVE on the field. And that kind of forced the game on Gardner Minshew, and that's why Minshew ended up throwing 40 times. Because the way the game was going, um, back and forth, close game, back and forth, close game, it was not a game that the Eagles had to throw themselves back into or try to climb out of a hole. So the no, run they game, were leading. Yeah, the yeah. run game should have continued to be effective for the Eagles throughout the entire game, but for the most part, it just was not. Uh, and then you look at the, the last four or five games of the Cowboys. Look at every game for the Cowboys, run defense-wise, after the Packers game. And the only game in which they failed to truly contain the running back, Travis Etienne, is the game they lost, and then they barely lost that game. But looking at the body of work, post-Packers upset, this team has shown me that they can contain a running back and an elite running back. Because you talk about Saquon Barkley, you talk about Delvin Cook and, you know, ATN, they can contain an elite running back. Now, Derrick Henry is admittedly something different. He's something else. He is size, power, speed, and finesse all rolled into one. That is generational. <clears throat> Smoking a pancake. But will work. What will work again in the Cowboys' favor is that Tannehill's arm is not under center. It's mm. a rookie's arm in Malik Willis. My concern for uh, going against Malik Willis is not his arm; it's his legs. Right. So this is a situation where you know what this is a situation that if if you're talking about being prepped to potentially play uh, the Jalen Hurts version again of the Philadelphia Eagles, should you make a playoff run? 
well, Malik Willis, he's no Jalen Hurts, but hey, this is a, a one-two it's punch. It's a similar build. It's a similar scheme. I agree is what with you're you on this. Similar I like scheme. this. Similar scheme. This, yeah. is, this, this is another game that can help you prepare to potentially face the Philadelphia Eagles down the road because Malik Willis is not Jalen Hurts, but it's going to force you to scheme for a very mobile quarterback with a dynamic run game who has, a, as far as in tandem with Derrick Henry, <laughs> And you don't necessarily have to worry about the pass. So I, I think it's a good. So you're saying outside of Derrick Henry, the only person that you should be, the next person up that you should be concerned about is. Are the legs of Malik, Malik Willis. Willis. The legs Would you agree with that of Malik Willis. Yeah. Not, yeah, I would not agree the with arm, that. the legs he's, of Malik Willis. He's still got a long way to go. And, and I, we said this on the draft show, good quarterback, good potential. However, still a long way to go in terms of his growth as a quarterback. As a runner, he's an NFL runner. He can he can take it and he'll he'll he's as shifty and elusive as anybody behind center that you'll see. He's not Lamar Jackson to that extent, but he's not far off from as a runner standpoint wise. He just can't throw the ball right now, and he's got he's got bad footwork. He's got bad technique. If he can learn how to throw the football a little bit, he may actually be one big time quarterback at some point in this league. It won't be that on Thursday. It won't be that Thursday. So I I would agree with you. I think outside of Derrick Henry. Malik Willis is probably that number two threat because they don't have anybody really on the outside. They really don't. That I'm scared of. But I, I do want to take our second break. When we come back, we'll take one final look at the Titans, talk about that defensive side of the football, what do they bring defensively, and then we'll make our picks for the Thursday night football matchup mm-hmm. coming up in just a couple days. One more segment when we return here on Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Lil Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Lil Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. 
Back here on Talking Cowboys, James Wright is your 2022 Cowboys Fan of the Year. James brings the spice to every Dallas Cowboys game, and now he needs you to help him bring it to the Super Bowl. Vote for James to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Back here on the final segment of Talking Cowboys, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey-Walker, Chris Beam, and just to kind of back into the conversation that we were having in our most recent segment, I tweeted this after the loss to Green Bay, mm-hmm. which was kind of your wake-up call of another 200-yard game. And I, I tweeted out the upcoming schedule of running backs. Dalvin Cook, 72 yards allowed. Saquon Barkley, 39 yards and a touchdown. Talk to him. Jonathan Taylor, 82 yards allowed. Talk to him. Most of that was in the, the latter parts of the game, too. Damian Pierce, 72 yards allowed and a touchdown. Travis Etienne, 103. So that's the one that got over triple digits. The Eagles, I just tweeted them as a team because they all have running ability. Uh, 87 yards and a touchdown, but I will credit the fact that there was no Jalen Hurts there. And then Week 17, Derrick Henry, of course, a big question mark this week. So... In terms of an individual rusher, they've done a good job of shutting down the Facts. big, the 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 big threat. Talk to them. They've done that. So, can they do that against Derrick Henry? That's the biggest question, and probably going to what be what decides the game. Should Derrick Henry play in Week 17? Now, looking on the defensive side of the football, Isaiah, any threats there that they kind of bring to the table? Any kind of challenge there that could push Dak Prescott in this offense that's kind of been rolling lately? unbothered nothing <laughs> i'm unbothered I, I just yeah i i like, I like their safety um was it By- byard how you say him? yeah i was gonna say kevin byard you kevin gotta respect him i like byard I, I think it's just baird yeah i don't know how to pronounce that my apologies but either way put some respect he, yeah put some respect player. to him he's he's a really good player uh, outside of him i don't i'm not threatened by anybody i know they're gonna hit you they're mm-hmm. gonna hit you they're just they're gonna play physical they're gonna give it all they have but I don't see them matching up against Dallas's offense. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Simmons has been playing really well. The defensive say, end. You got him, uh, Danico Altry. Uh, I mean, they can get your old friend Terrell Basham. Terrell, <laughs> Terrell Basham, Terrell Basham, mm-hmm. claimed by the Titans. He, he's with them. He's here. Um, so, and Terrell Basham knows the Cowboys' offense. So you, he's going to be pissed off. Either yeah, way. <laughs> you know that he's sharing some inside information there. So keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, which, I wonder which tie he's going to go after. Hmm. Hmm. Which tie? Tyler? Old tie, new tie. Mm, probably both. New. New. New tie? Yeah. He already no, knows no, what happens when he goes into old. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Locked up. Gets thrown, up, thrown out yeah. the club. Jazzy yeah. Jeff style? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my now, thing you get your hands on, you're done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even at the right tackle spot. And he's getting, oh, yeah. he's getting more comfortable over there. The footwork is still a little suspect, but... He's still he he's still tiring. On you. He's still tiring. You're going to the locker room. Oh yeah, and you're not walking there. He's throwing you there. <laughs> um, I, I actually like the Titans' defense. Uh, I, I think they have um, one or two guys that are dudes. And this again with me putting this ah! name if that's how you pronounce it. Um, and then you know the guys up front because eight sacks for one guy, six and a half for another guy, six for another guy. They have a rotation of, of pass rushers that can apply pressure in different uh, parts of the of your offensive line. Good news for the Cowboys is you do have a future Hall of Famer and, uh, you know, Teron Smith over at right tackle. And uh, Tyler Smith's going to get tested. It's going to be yet another uh, game he gets tested. I had a fantastic game, by my uh, opinion, uh, last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. Hopefully mm-hmm. he keeps that going overall. 
as far as the season goes, he's had his downs, but he's had more ups, and I love what I saw against Philadelphia. Connor McGovern continues to play solid ball. Uh, Tyler Biadish played so well last week, he got a sticker. Yeah, he did. Uh, and I don't know about the other shows around the world that cover the Cowboys, but I can say that this season we have consistently given roses to Tyler B. So Tyler B, we expect that he continues to play well. Zach's going to do Zach things. I think the Cowboys front will will acquit themselves pretty well against a, a very, very capable Titans defense. But uh, neutralize that that pass rush, and it's going to make it that much harder for a guy like Byer to, to make any plays or be of any uh, measure of a factor in this game. So just just stop. Win it up front, and you won the game. It Really, for this particular game, I know that seems cliche on a week-to-week basis because it's true on a week-to-week basis, mm-hmm. but some teams are more schematically talented and more talented personnel-wise, so it's not as simple as simply winning in the trenches. You're going to have to win on the outside. Yep. You, with your receivers, you're going to have to win with your tight ends. I think this game is just as simple as your front five needs to beat the hell out of their front five, and you win the game. And I think that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. I think this offensive line could have some success. This is the first time I've looked on the other side. Yeah, Simmons has had a really good year. And and there there are some guys across the board on this defense that are good together, but they don't just have that one guy on the opposite side. They have try-hard guys. I mean, they have have high effort. Bud Dupree, I mean, he's a high-effort guy. He's a motor. Um, But over or under? Over 300 yards passing? Or under 300 yards passing for and over 150 yards rushing. We're talking Cowboys offense. Cowboys offense. Which one? Which one's more 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 likely? More likely. Over, over 300 yards passing or over 150 yards rushing? Over well, 150. I would say over 150. Just I just wonder how much they're going to utilize Pollard um, with the thigh issue. Yeah. I don't think it's a, a – I'm not saying that in the aspect of it being a main concern, but in the aspect of if you know he's dealing with it and Zeke is completely healthy – and you know that you have the luxury of leaning on Zeke. You lean on Zeke. So for me, does that mean Zeke gets 150 or like 130? Uh, I think it's more more likely that the, he throws for Dak throws. Yeah, for I think Dak throws. You think they uncork it? I, yeah, I think yeah. Dak throws for 300 plus. Not by special. your not by your suggestion. You no. you don't want them to uncork it, but no, you think I they just, will. I, see I them, think yeah. Dak throws 300. Uh, Lamb. Gallup, Hilton is going to be unleashed. I think Hilton gets unleashed. I think I right? think they utilize this game to get tight ends. receivers feet wet. Yeah, I think this is a 300 yard. I could see that as a, a thought process. I was really impressed with the way they stuck with the run. Me too. Against Philadelphia. Because there were people, and I don't I don't understand Cowboys Twitter sometimes. There were people on Cowboys Twitter That's that have evergreen. been that yeah, <laughs> that that we're talking about, oh, we need to run the football consistently, consistently, consistently. And then down by 10 against Philadelphia, everybody on Cowboys Twitter, not everybody, but some people on Cowboys Twitter were saying, why are we running the ball? And I was like, they're running the ball to stay consistent. It's setting up a play action. And guess what? It worked. Right. It absolutely worked right. later in the game. So, I mean, the, the way that they were down by 10, still consistently giving it to Zeke, consistently giving it to Tony, when it wasn't the most run-heavy efficiency game from the ground game they still got it done and I liked that from Kellen Moore I expect more of that against Tennessee all right with all that being said though who you got on Thursday night football Cowboys Titans Amazon Prime video seven o'clock kick seven fifteen kick who you got I think even with assume Derrick Henry plays I'm going to make my prediction based on Derrick Henry playing and then if he let's say all starters play all starters play all starters play Cowboys are the better team they've 
hopefully learned the lesson that they almost learned against the Texans, almost learned against the Colts, had to learn the hard way against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think they finish out the AFC South with a victory here. I think they go into Music City. Um, Malik Willis might get one. Derrick Henry is going to get one. A couple field goals. So that's 20, 20 points for the Titans. Yeah. But then Dak Prescott throws 30 times, gets 300 yards, three touchdowns. Zeke gets one, maybe two, or a split with Tony. And here's another 40-burger. 40-20 Cowboys Ooh. in Music City. Another one. 42-17 Cowboys. With all the starters involved. 42-17. 42-17. We're, right We're right there. I was thinking about 16 for, for Tennessee. I don't know if I'm going to go with the 40. I'm, I'm going to say 30 to 16 I you love Dallas. I love Whataburger. I really do. I, I love 40 burgers. I but I, 40 comes. I just I don't think the 40 is going to happen this way. And then the weather is not going to be frightful. I mean, no, it'll be nice. the 50s. So yeah. it's not one of those Nashville games where it's snow and ice and all of that. Wait. I thought it was supposed to be icy. No, I checked on yesterday. No, it's know, supposed to be icy. Hold on, because hold on. We're going to check again because I checked yesterday. He doesn't Obviously. get what I'm saying. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. the Cowboys are wearing the all-white uh, color rush with <laughs> the white it. helmet, too. Called it. Oh, it looks so good. I can't wait to called see it on the field. That is frosty. Oh, bro. Icy. <laughs> it's going to look fantastic. Yeah, all right. That's Gucci man and Jeezy. That does it for us this week. This yeah. is kind of sad. <laughs> I'm a little upset. Yeah, I'm sad, too, Kyle. Yeah. We'll be back on Friday without Isaiah. Uh, jerk. Uh. What are you going to be doing? You're probably going to be serving. You're going to be helping out, spending time with family, you know, doing some really, really productive things, right? I am actually going to be spending time with family. I'm be spending time with my. Get him, <laughs> Get him I'll be playing, spending time with my with my blood. Some and then my, Yeah, some UW Opoly. I got to yeah. go support my. My dogs are in town, you know? Yeah. The, the dogs are in town down there in San Antonio you playing against them Longhorns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Longhorns is going to be. <laughs> you want you want to throw the horns down before we. No, nah, I'm not going to do that, too. No, I'm not going to do Okay. like that. I'll I wait just, until after this purple come through. Just make sure you're watching the real game Saturday. I know. At the same time, it sucks. Oh, yeah. mm. So Dallas plays at 715. I'll yep. be I'll be watching that for sure. Mm. And then my Huskies play at 8. Mm-hmm. I have it on my phone. You and Derek like bebopping down I-35 together in the same car, just <laughs> yeah. kind of hanging out? I have it on my phone, Do, man. Yeah. You, you guys have a seen that at the Roxbury. Yeah, where's the bet? Bet payoff? You yeah. got to wear a Longhorn's jersey Ooh. or you talking about de from a yeah, yeah. he don't want to he don't want to even come on he oh, hates bowl games oh, okay he actually oh. he said it the other day he hates bowl Derek? games yeah he doesn't want yeah. to smoke this Derek? he doesn't want to smoke de oh. you know what it is man Derek, oh Derek. The, Derek that, 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 cattle and we know you're listening cattle Derek. is scared of dogs <laughs> and we know mm. you're listening to the cattle is scared the of dogs Derek is the is the overly entitled Texas fan that's like oh I don't care about bowl games I just want to win the big one. Wow. Like college football is college football. What, Cheer for them, your team. Them dogs, them dogs show up. They take care of business. You understand me? Yeah. We'll see how it goes. See, you're excited about it. That's right. a real college Purple football fan. King's colors. Baby. That's a real fan. Not that tangerine. All right, that's it for us here on Talking Cowboys. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you on Friday with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!